Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Living Waters Flowing. My name is Nina Menace. It's a pleasure to have you before me, and it's a pleasure for me to be before you today. Um, it is Sunday, March the 6th, and I'm telling you, I am just, I don't know, I have a joy within me that I just can't contain. It's just you know how you feel like something amazing is about to break out in your life and you don't see any evidence of it around you, but you just know that there's something that's about to break through and bless your life and the lives of those around you. That's what I'm feeling. So hopefully I can contain myself through this recording, because let me tell you, <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm just so full of joy today, y'all. But anyway, um, I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you. Gosh, so many uh, replies on uh, the series last week of uh, you can't take them with you. Oh my goodness! Listen, y'all's y'all just don't know. I've been through quite a bit along this journey. I'm sure I'll go through some more things um, with transitioning from here to there and I've heard I've read your comments and and yes I have I've been through quite a few different things with people um but I want to to make clear in the beginning of this that you have to forgive if there's if any of them have um wronged you or caused you to feel pain or hurt um because of anything um forgive them Forgive them. You do not want you having to move forward in your journey without them to be a hindrance by not forgiving them because some people won't take you moving forward. Um, They won't take it well. So just know that, you know, you know what you have to do and you know what God is telling you to do concerning them, but they're not going to always know that. You know, there some people will take it as rejection and you want to love on these people, but you want to do what God says. OK, so I want to make that clear. So anyway, shout out to Queens of God. Um, we are at about 268 members. Look at God. Look at him. So I'm excited about what's going on with the group. Uh, we have some wonderful ladies in our group and uh, pretty soon we'll be having a meeting of the mind soon with my team. So I'm excited about that. So let's just get into the word today. Um, This word actually was given to me today. I was like seeking God all week, like, well, okay, what do I talk about now? Um, And I didn't know if he wanted to continue out the series from last week, but no, he dropped this in my spirit and the scriptures on where to go and what to discuss. So we're going to get right to it, but let's start with prayer. Father God, we thank you. We praise you. We glorify your name. Lord, where would we be without you? Where would we be without your mercy, without your grace, without your love? God, we just want to say thank you. Lord, we surrender our lives to you as living sacrifices. Lord, holy and acceptable unto you to be used for your service, for your purpose. Lord, I lift up this word today. Lord, the word that you dropped in me today. Lord, I ask that you saturate this word with your 
anointing. Lord, I move completely out of the way, gladly. And I ask, God, that you would take complete control of this podcast today. Lord God, you know what it is that your people need to hear. And Lord, I'm just your vessel. Fill my mouth with your words. Use your emotion, whatever emotion that you wish to use, God, whatever, whatever you want to do. Holy Spirit, just have your way. In the name of Jesus, God, we bless you. We glorify you. We lift you. Have your way, God. Amen. So, y'all, I'm really excited to release this word. This one is not going to be as long as last week. And I'm telling you right now, uh, last week, I think it was like 45, 48 minutes. Lord Jesus. But, you know, I'm not complaining. But I'm just saying that that word was a little longer than I usually would would um, give. But God had a lot to say. He really did. And I'm so glad that you all got something out of it. But this week, what God has given me to speak about today, the topic, you were set free. Stay free. Let me repeat that again. You were set free. Stay free. So our key verse today is going to come out of John 8 and 34 through 36, 8, 34 through 36 out of the NIV. Before I get into the word, I just kind of want to talk about that a little bit. Just just a minute. You know how we we go to the Lord and we are in anguish. We have things going on in our lives that we can't control, either with our finances with relationships, with things on our job, with all kinds of things going on. And and we come to the Lord and we are in complete anguish. And we're saying, Lord, look, if you get me through this, I promise you, come on, say that. Don't we pray that? Lord, if you get me through this, I promise you, I will not get in this no more. I will. I will not do it. I won't get, I won't hang out with, with Pookie Nim. I won't hang out with um, Rudy and Ray Ray and, and, and Bebe and her kids and all of that. I, I won't do it. I will not get connected with those people. I will not spend money frivolously again where I'm, I'm in the, in the process of losing things. Lord, I will not get involved with that man no more that woman no more and get all caught up and wrapped up in them again and get hurt and I, I, I lord i won't do it i promise you if you get me out of this i will not get wrapped up in that again so we're going to discuss a little bit of this okay so let's go to the word okay so john 8 34 and 36 And let's see. Okay, I'm going to the top here. It says, Jesus replied, Verily, truly, I tell you, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. Now, a slave has no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. And in, uh, what is that, King James Version, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. So when we come to the Lord, just like I was talking about, we come in anguish and we're tired of the situation. We're tired of dealing with it. We're tired of dealing with the 
the repercussions of being involved with these people or being on this particular job. And I mean, let's just go through it. Let's say it's a job. And you said, Lord, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of being treated this way. I'm tired of um, not being valued here. I'm tired of them overlooking me. I'm tired of them uh, treating me this way, talking about me. I'm tired of them doing all kinds of manners of evil and they getting away with it, but they got their eye on me all the time. And blah, blah, blah. You know, I've heard a, a whole lot of that and I've experienced some too. Um, and we said, Lord, if you just give me a better job, if you just give me a better job where I can make more money, where I'll be happy on the job. And, and let's say the Lord open that door and get you another job, get you a better job, the hours you want, the Lord just bless you. Just just so much favor and honor. And then you get there and all of a sudden there's people there that you connect up with that resemble some of the people that you used to connect with at the old job. And then some of those same things start happening again. And the Lord uses that sometimes to show us what's on the inside of us. So all of a sudden, those same types of things start happening again. So the Lord sometimes wants to teach us in our current place and show us ourselves, show us the ways that we need to change, some decisions that we need to make, um, how we handle ourselves with people, how we represent ourselves and, and how that because sometimes when we have some things that need work on the inside of us. We sometimes draw the wrong people to us. Sometimes that 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 energy just it draws the wrong kind of people to us. And we, we become attached to that again. And then we end up in the same kind of situations. And we wonder why? What happened? What did I do? God set you free from the last situation. He doesn't want you to exemplify the same things and get caught up in the same things in the same circles have the same kind of mindset amen or let's say you was in a relationship let's say you were in a relationship and it didn't go well it didn't go well either he or she cheated on you or he or she um spent your money used you took advantage of you um just, I mean, you were so hurt and so battered after that relationship. And after you ended it or they ended it with you, then you're stuck with the hurt and the pain and you're praying and crying out to God saying, Lord, look, I can't deal with this no more. I don't want them, but I miss them. And I know they ain't no good for me, but I still miss them. And Lord, just set me free from this. Just, just set me free from the thoughts and the and the wanting and the needing them. And Lord set me free from this soul tie. Cause that's what it is. Hello. <laughs> set me free from this soul tie. Set me free from these strongholds that are within me. That's causing me to want to be with them. Even though I know that they're not good for me. Lord help me. Cause I can't do this. I, I, I'm struggling to keep from calling them. I'm struggling to keep from going on their Facebook page, their Instagram, their Twitter, uh, their Snapchat. I'm, I'm trying to keep from going on social media, stalking them and seeing what they're doing. Come on now, I'm talking to somebody. I'm talking to somebody. Lord, help me. And then the Lord does it. He comes in. He touches you. 
He removes that longing and that that hunger for them because he's broken that soul tie. He's crushed and demolished those uh, strongholds. He's got you focused on other things to do that's going to advance your life and it's going to advance the kingdom. And you're doing all of this. And then all of a sudden, out the blue, here comes a guy or a girl or a woman into your life that seems to be all that you really like. And they resemble a lot of the character traits in the last one. <laughs> they seem to be better now. They they may have something going more for them that the other one didn't. But all of a sudden you get kind of wrapped up in them really quickly because you still miss having someone in your life. And then you end up going through the same thing, sometimes worse And the Lord is saying, look, I wanted you to take this time to spend with me. I wanted to heal you. I wanted to restore you. I wanted to pour into you. I wanted to love on you. I wanted to be there and for us to get a closer bond and relationship with each other so that you'll be ready for the one that I am going to send you. But you connected with this other person. And this other person is, is, is taking you through too. This man, this woman is coming with drama. You're dealing with baby mamas or baby daddies. Or you're dealing with maybe um, some type of habit that they have that's really affecting your life. I'm telling you, when God sets you free from something, a lot of times he wants us to take that time to get closer to him. In fact, it isn't sometime, it's every time. He wants us to take that time because he wants to minister life to us. And sometimes he wants to show us these areas in us that causes us to gravitate towards some toxicity. There's some things that may have happened in our childhood. There may have been some things that happened Um, along the way in um, our relationships that have caused us to lean more towards toxicity. Okay, so number one, I just want to give about three points and I'm getting off of here. I promise I ain't gonna have us on here all night. I promise. Um, Number one, it was meant to be our testimony and not our lifelong lifestyle. It was meant to be our testimony, not our lifestyle. So what this is saying is he he brought us out of this because he doesn't want us to have to go through it again. He wants us to learn the lesson from it. And so I'm going to actually go in. We're going to go to John 8, 3 through 11. And this is speaking of the woman who was caught in the act of adultery. Now, you, you've heard me in other podcasts um, talk about this when they brought the woman but didn't bring the man who was caught in the act of adultery. Um, hello. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't going to go into that, but y'all know how I feel. <laughs> so let's start with verse three. And this is um, John 8, 3 through 11. And it reads, the teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought in a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group and said to Jesus, teacher, this woman has caught was caught in the act of adultery. And the law of Moses commanded us to stone such a woman. 
Now, what do you say? They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. But Jesus bent down to write and started to write on the ground with his finger. When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, Let any of you who was without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. Again, he stooped down and wrote on the ground. At this, those who heard began to go one, go away one at a time. The older ones first until only Jesus was left with the woman standing there. Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No, sir, she said. Neither do I condemn you, Jesus declared. Go now and leave your life of sin. That's John 8, 3 through 11 in the NIV version. So what does that say? God set her free from the hands of the people. The people were there to condemn her and to stone her, to to cause bodily harm to her and probably even kill her with these stones because she was caught in the act of adultery. They all were were ganged up against her. They were ready to just cast complete judgment on her. And they brought her to Jesus. Jesus spared her life, y'all. Spared her life. Set her free from the hands of the enemy. Set her free. She could have lost her life that day, y'all. But Jesus stepped in and said, Okay, well, whoever don't have sin, cast the first stone. And he waited. Okay? (laughs) He waited. He went right back to drawing on the ground again. Because he knew, couldn't nobody cast a stone at her. So he saved her life, y'all. But look at the end. Look at what he said to her in the end. He forgave her sin. He said, neither do I condemn you. Okay? And then he said, go now and leave your life of sin. What does that say? You have been set free. So stay free. Don't go and do this again. Because then you'll be dealing with a consequence. And I may not be here to help you out of this. They may just go on and stone her to death. But he's letting her know, don't go back to it. Don't go back to what you've been set free from today. Amen. And that's what God is saying to us. The things that we've been set free from, the mindsets, maybe a substance abuse or some type of alcoholism. There's there's many of you that have gone through that. And sometimes sometimes it's generational, generational um, alcoholism addiction to drugs and alcohol and 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 pornography and sex and and different things of that nature. God says, "I have set you free. I've set you free." Sometimes it's about us just receiving his freedom. It's about us really turning our gaze towards God and really embracing him for who he really is in our lives really seeing him as savior, not only of just our souls, but of every part of us. He saves us from ourselves. He saves us from alcohol, drugs. And there are some people that are still struggling. 
I plead the blood of Jesus over each and every one of you that are struggling with drugs, alcoholism, that are struggling with addictions to food. Trust me, I know. Um, Addiction to um, pornography and sexual addictions and things of that nature. We call it out right now in the name of Jesus. We take authority over each and every demonic force and spirit that has you addicted and bound to those things. I say in the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus is against you. I command every form of, oh my God, witchcraft, sorcery, generational curses, everything that has kept you bound to these substances, these things that have caught your attention. I bind it and rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And I decree and declare your freedom from these things right now in the name of Jesus. I come up against every demonic force, every dark, every move of darkness that have been trying to overshadow your life. I decree and declare you are free in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So right now, God wants you to know that you are free. There are many who have gone through the process of being delivered. And when we think we talk about deliverance, we automatically, those who have been in the charismatic church, Pentecostal church, um, those have been in spirit filled churches. Um, we think of people coming down to the altar and, um, being purged openly. Um, and people, recognize that as spirits being removed from a person and that does happen it does but also true deliverance too is the changing of the mind and in in revelation of what and why the person was bound like if if you were bound to drugs let's say bound to drugs and alcoholism, then we see God actually brings about his word to that person, but then he also talks to them about where it began, takes you back generations and say, your grandfather, your grandmother dealt with this and it was not, it was not handled. It was not taken care of in the spirit realm. So it it was passed down from generation to generation. But this stops with you. So um, also, he'll he'll give it actually pinpoint some areas in your life where it was more vulnerable in those areas. Well, because you went through um, rejection in your family or because you went through peer pressures and and rejection from this person or that or because you went through all types of abuse and you were mishandled as a young person and then it caused you to to see and experience other people getting high off of things and looks like they were getting relief so when you got older you felt like you could get relief the same way because you still carried the same hurt and pain from when you were a little boy, a little girl. So you felt like you needed that to feel better. You felt like you needed to have sex so that you can release the tension and the the hurt and the pain that you feel on the inside. You needed to feel better 
And that is the only thing that made you feel better is when you were doing that. And you became addicted to that, became addicted. It became a lifestyle. It went from being a coping mechanism to a lifestyle. And God set a lot of you free. But then some type of trauma happened in your life recently, or you went through some hard times financially, or maybe you um, went through some relationship problems um, that didn't work out, or maybe a business fell through, or something traumatic happened in your family. Somebody died in your family that you were so close to, and you just didn't know how else to handle it. So you went back to that same coping mechanism that God set you free from. And God is saying, stay free. Come back to me. Let me heal those broken and open wounds that you have. Amen. Woo, hallelujah. I'm speaking to somebody. God wants to set you free because he knows what that would do to you, what it would do to your family, what it would do to your career. He knows what it would do to your standing and what you're doing with him. Um, he's constantly growing us and evolving us and causing us to to evolve. And he doesn't want anything to get in your life and cause you to be bound up by anything, anything. Amen. So number two, our second point, God sets us free from it so that we are not consumed by it. OK, I, I was just talking about that. God does not want us to be bound by anything or anyone. He does not want us to become reliant, dependent upon a substance, upon anything, anything that you can imagine. He does not want us to go to that for comfort. He, he's there. He wants us to develop a strong and powerful relationship with him. And that's just simply by talking to him, being with him, praying, um, including him in everything that we do, acknowledging him in all of our ways, and he will direct our paths. He wants us to to reach out to him when we're going through, when we're when we're in pain and when we hurt from day to day things, from disappointments in life from things that uh, people have said and done to us, from losing someone that we loved and cherished so much. He wants us to come to him. See, these things that we relied on, that that bound us, they, they were temporary. They never actually set us free or made us comfortable. They only were temporary. And um, when I say temporary, I mean extremely temporary. We're speaking of maybe a few hours of relief, a few minutes of relief. He wants us to stay free from those things. And he wants us to draw closer to him. He wants to be close to us. And if we only knew, if you only knew the peace and the joy and, and the peace and, and the, the just the serenity that it is in just his presence alone less known, hearing his voice, being being able to feel comfortable with talking to him about anything, just like you talk to a best friend, just like you talk to your your uh, somebody who's your confidant, 
and you can just pour out everything that you need to say. And he's there to listen and understand and respond. That's who he is, y'all. That's who he is. And a lot of times we lose sight of that. A lot of us know this already, but he wants to remind us. So when we feel drawn back into those old things, he wants us to draw close to him instead, because that is a trigger. There's many things that trigger us to go backwards, to go back into the things that we used to do. And a lot of it is is hurt and pain and disappointments. A lot of it. And a lot of it tries to draw us back. But he wants us to stay free because he doesn't want us to be consumed by it. He doesn't want this to destroy us. He doesn't want us to this to mold and shape us into something that we were never meant to be. He does not want us want this thing that we're going through to take shape in our life and cause us to become a different person altogether. All because of that one thing. And I'm not discounting what you've gone through or what you're going through. It may be painful. It may be something that you never thought you would have to experience. It may be something that you you never saw coming. It blindsided you. Maybe you're in a relationship and you gave your all to this person and it just fell apart. Going through a divorce or just in a relationship that you thought was going to evolve into something true and real and it didn't. God wants you not to go back to those things for comfort. But he wants you to trust him because there are a lot of times that a lot of times he'll cause things to fall apart because he's doing a new thing. He's molding and shaping something in us and preparing us for a much bigger blessing, for a much better relationship, for a much better job. Maybe sometimes he's he's causing us to or or evolving things to where we would leave the workplace and start the business that he's had on your heart and in your spirit. Amen. There's some entrepreneurs on here, too. So let me tell you, God does not want us to be consumed by these things because that is what the enemy does. He knows what triggers us. So just like the Lord. No. Oh, the devil. No, he studies us, honey. He does. And he don't have the power that God has. No. He never will. But he wants to slow us down. He knows that that we belong to God and that we are chosen to do a work for the Lord. So his job is to try to stop us. So if he has to bring people into our lives to hurt us, if he has to use the the things that happen to us in life, losses, um, um, different things that we expected and we were disappointed by, um, different types of hurts and pains and rejection and all of these things, he will try to use those things to get you off track so that wherever God has taken you, you'll never make it. He wants us to either go back to where we were or to stand still and do nothing. Just go around the same mountain and never progress in God. If y'all could see me, I'm, I'm, I'm rolling my whole top half of my body around in circle. <laughs> I'm sitting down and I'm just doing a circle. 
He wants us to go around that same mountain. He wants us to just be content with where we are doing the same thing day after day, month after month, year after year, not growing, not progressing, not doing anything. And in, in, in the end, it's consuming our purpose. It's consuming our purpose because we're not moving towards it. We're not moving towards our purpose and doing what God has called us to do. We're not moving towards our purpose and advancing our lives um, to make um, a, a better living for ourselves and to take care of our families and to to be a better contribution to the, the community that we serve. He doesn't want us to do that. He wants us to stay stay stuck or he wants us to go back. But God is saying no. He wants us to stay free so we can continue to move forward. And that's going to take us to our final point. And that's God does not want us to go back because we are being renewed. We're being renewed. It's a process that we're in. We are constantly being renewed. Let me uh, go ahead and read. In fact, hold on. Let's go back. Because I have missed one scripture that I wanted to share with you on point number two. And that is Lamentations. Let's go back. Because I don't want us to miss this, y'all. I don't want us to miss this because the enemy really wants to keep us trapped in a way of thinking. He wants to keep us trapped in the way that we handle things in the same manner. See, God wants us always to evolve. He always wants us to mature in the things of God and just mature as people. He wants us to see things as they are. He wants us to focus our energy and our time and attention on the things that matter and the things that don't. He wants us to walk away from and always be evolving. But let's let's move forward, okay? Um I'm feeling that God wants me to go ahead and move on to uh, point number three. God does not want us to go back because he is we are being renewed. We're going to read Romans eight, one through eight. And this is Jesus. Um, no, I'm sorry. This is going to be Paul. And he's saying and this is a very familiar passage. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free from the um, law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. So he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us, who did not live according to the flesh, who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Those who live according to the flesh have their mind set on what the flesh desires. But those who live in accordance by the, with the spirit have their mind set on what the spirit desires. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God, 
It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please God. Cannot please God. And so, really and truly, it's about living in the Spirit. Living by the Spirit. Living according to the unctions and the moves of God. Because if you really pay attention, when we try to go back to things that God does not want us to go back to, we feel that within ourselves. We feel it. We know going in before we even touch it, look at it, um, hear it, smell it, taste it. <laughs> we know, uh-uh, I know I shouldn't be doing this. And that that unction, that move, that's the spirit of God trying to prevent you from going any further. See, that is how you know that the Lord is renewing you. He's trying to renew your mind, renew your heart, renew your spirit. Like it says in the word that he makes all things new. That, let me see. Yes. He wants us to know that he's doing a new thing in us. He's doing a new thing in us. And so we can't allow God to do a new thing in us by going back to what we once was bound to. He wants us to stay free. And finally, God loves us too much, y'all, to leave us the same way that we were. See, we, we have a sin nature. Just like we have the Spirit of God living on the inside of us, We still have our sin nature that we were born into. And our sin nature, our human nature, wants to do what is contrary to what God wants. It's going to always try to pull you in the opposite direction of what God wants. It's always going to want to please the senses. Always going to want to um, indulge in something that's going to make you feel good for the moment. Remember, we're talking about that that momentary pleasure, but God wants us to stay free and find our pleasure in him. So just the last scripture of the, of this is Psalms 107 and 43. It says, let the one who is wise heed these things and ponder the loving deeds of the Lord. God is doing this out of love. He's not trying to keep us and hold us back from what we truly feel like we want and and what we find pleasure in. He he's trying to conserve our souls. He's trying to protect us and keep us and ultimately y'all, he has a purpose for our lives that are much bigger than we could have ever imagined. And because he sees the end from the beginning, He knows what things, what people we connect to, what substances we continue to use, um, what habits we continue to carry out that will steer us away from the purpose that he has for our lives. So let's pray. Father God, we thank you right now. We thank you for your word today. Lord, we hear you. We hear you. And we know that you love us. We know that you love us and that you are taking care of us just like a father, a good father takes care of his children. 
Lord, we thank you, God, and we thank you for revealing your word to us today, Lord, for telling us not to go back, that whatever you set us free from, Lord, you intend for us to stay free. You don't want us to be entangled in those things anymore because you love us too much to see us go back into that depression, into that addiction, into that relationship that was toxic, into that environment that kept us going in the wrong directions. God, we see that you are trying to protect us and that the ultimate goal, God, is that you would keep us on track in renewing us and in, in, in bringing us into the newness of who you are and also revealing to us our true selves in you so that we can evolve and grow and do the things that you have called us to do to make the impact in the earth that you intended. So Lord God, we thank you right now. And Lord, we repent. We repent. And we vow today never to go back to those things that you have set us free from. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, if there's anyone struggling to keep from going back, I ask God that you would empower them by your spirit, that you would always be there to lead and guide them and that you would make them sensitive to your spirit so that they will not make the same mistakes that they made before, make the same choices that they've made before. Lord, we just want you. We just want your will. So Lord, keep us from everything that would keep us from you. In the mighty and precious name of Jesus. Amen. I thank you so much for tuning into Living Waters Flowing. I pray that this message was a blessing to you. And until we meet again, may the living waters of God continue to flow in your life. Have a blessed week.